Well, welcome to the podcast. I guess everybody's got to have one. My name is Robert Lee, and I am the head of Response Force Cherokee. If it sounds like, uh, you know, a uh, defensive organization, as we'll call it, it's because it is. So in this podcast, we're going to be talking about a variety of different things, including current events as weird and as sensational as they are it's in fact happening we're also going to be talking about how to defend ourselves our families our communities our businesses and in short those things that we have worked so hard in order to be able to build so why a podcast well because if you haven't noticed and i'm sure you have that our First Amendment rights have been swiftly and assuredly taken away by the gaslighting of mainstream media. And so therefore, I'll just say it, truth is going to be subjective to the person telling it. I, no different than you, no different than them, no different than the people that are allegedly um, in our White House. So, why not but at some point you need to be able to be informed about what's happening around you without the filters and without the agenda of mainstream media and in case you haven't figured this out i'm going to say it donald j trump is my president we are conservatives we believe in the united states constitution We are very pro-Second Amendment, very pro-First Amendment, and all the other parts of the Constitution that has been a part of this great land for 200 years. So come along and walk with us for the next few minutes, and we're going to take a look at some of the most compelling events and incidents coming out of the world today, and we're going to unpack it to see and to relate to how it affects us as patriots. We look forward to having you and sharing that journey with us. Welcome to today's episode. I'm obligated to share with you the fact that Anything you hear on this podcast is strictly my opinion. Have I done my research? You know what? To the best of my ability. But when all is said and done, it's just my opinion. So I may say things, um, you know, that's going to offend people or people are going to disagree with. That's fine. It's okay. We still live in a free country. At least for right now we do. And we still have a First Amendment. At least for right now we do. I have just as much of a, um, a right to be right as you do have a right to be wrong. Okay, that said, let's get on with the show. Wow, so apparently Black Lives Matter has been nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize. You know what? I say good for them. Do I believe they deserve it? Not at all. However, I think it should 
reflect on the people that um, that nominate as well as distribute the Nobel Peace Prize about how invalid and insignificant their prize actually is relative to the world today. Please don't get me wrong. You know what? I get really tired of people having to apologize or explain themselves and declare that they are not a racist because they do not subscribe to the Black Lives Matter agenda. I myself have been labeled as a racist by members of my own family, and I do have African American in my family. And, um, you know, because I, I do not climb on board with the whole, you know, uh, rioting and um, protesting. And why should I have to, or anybody for that matter, have to protest what amounts to common sense? But there is a bigger truth, and I've said this from day one when the protests were starting to really escalate, was that the whole protest movement and up to and including the, the riots and the violence and the murders were all being perpetuated by, um, by the elite. Some say George Soros, some say the Democrats, and I think it's a little bit of the above or the elites. But they were using them and that movement as a distraction from what is from their real agenda. And um, again, I'm not going to apologize for saying that because we now know, in fact, that that is the truth. So the current articles of today state that Nancy Pelosi, now that allegedly Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are president and vice president, and I'm going to stick to those guns, allegedly, um, now that they are in position, that Nancy Pelosi is now... Uh, shutting down Black Lives Matter. What does that really tell you about the importance of Black Lives Matter and, by and large, the black community as far as the Democrats are concerned? But everybody was too busy being offended and taking down statues and everything is racist. I think the buzzword for the moment was systemic racism, wasn't it? Everybody was too busy focusing on getting butt hurt to not realize that they were getting used. Even members of Black Lives Matter... Uh, the leaders of Black Lives Matter have been, in fact, declaring, guess what, folks, I think we got used, quote, unquote. Absolutely, absolutely, you know, Black Lives Matter got used. And I posted this on Facebook because, you know, at some point, you know, and I remarked that this isn't a feel-good post. But there were many that obviously thought it was humorous and funny because after a while, we got into a place of being ridiculous, being ridiculous in this country with regards to what they call systemic racism. Everybody wants to say, oh, everybody's still prejudiced, still prejudiced. You know what? Bump. I do not subscribe to that. I am a minority, quote, unquote, in the United States of America, and I've watched racism. I have been a victim of racism, and it has not been happening. Not in the last 
three, maybe four decades. And some will argue with me. Sure, do we have pockets? Absolutely, we have pockets. But by and large, I will say this is that I believe that racial relationships took 10 steps backwards with the Obama administration. Obama wanted to have a racial divide in this country. As a matter of fact, if you were to ask me, I do believe that Obama is still running a lot of what's going on in this country right now. But lo and behold, you know what? Um, I do suspect, based on very accurate, very good intelligence, that all of that is about to come to a head. But that's not what the show is all about. We have to really focus on truth because if the truth underscore truth were to be told, and I've asked this of many black leaders, and I am sorry to say that no one can give me a coherent and cohesive answer as to this question. Okay, yes, did slavery occur in the United States? Absolutely, it was a dark moment of history. But then, white man bad? Okay, however you want to look at that. But then, I asked the question, well, what? how do you justify all of this behavior with regards to, to the black people in this nation's history that, in fact, owned slaves? The best answer I could have gotten from anybody amounted to this, and I'm going to quote, you know, a gentleman, um... He goes, well, you know, I don't know, but, you know, read the book. L look at the movie. No, I, I, you know, I want you guys, uh, you know, I told him, I said, I want you, the one that's perpetuating all of this hate, to tell me, in fact, how you reconcile this against the black community, the black population that, in fact, owned slaves, you know, during that segment in history. Read a book. Look at the movie. That is the best um, that's the best answer you can give me? Question mark? I will remind people that as compelling a series as Roots was, it was, in fact, still fiction. Having studied how oppression works, having studied the degradation of humanity, and, it, and I have, in fact, done that, is... You know, I've, I've asked this as a pastor in predominantly black churches, is how do you get a very strong, intelligent, powerful people like blacks in Africa, how do you get them on board a ship with only a very minute amount of white men that were controlling, that, that were in charge of the ships and transporting them? How, how do you get all of these people thousands of people on board a ship. The truth of the matter is, is in fact that they were being sold a bad bill of goods by their own people in Africa, selling them about this greater, more beautiful, arid land that they were going to be a part of, and they got sold out by their own people. But Black Lives Matter doesn't really want to acknowledge that part because it, it then it takes away the steam and the and the 
forward motion of, of, of what amounts to hate. Yes, black lives do matter. White lives do matter. All lives do, in fact, matter. And if you recall, people got killed for declaring that all lives matter. People gotten fired from their jobs for declaring that all lives matter. But in fact, it does. My associate pastor and my best friend is African American. Black. And I love the man dearly. And he is not a token in my life. He is... One of my closest friends. That said, I know that we all, all whoever's listening to my voice, I, I know right now that we all have friends of different racial makeups. And the fact is, is that any of those friends, and even if we did not consider them friends, if they were at a place of hurt right now, I guarantee you that we would come to the aid of. Or if we were in a place of hurt, that these people would come to our aid. We will break bread with people. We will enjoy their company. We will hug them. We will embrace them. And we will cry for them when they're hurting. And it never mattered what race it was. So as far as I'm concerned, congratulations, Black Lives Matter, on being nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize. And to the people that put out the Nobel Peace Prize, I say to you, for shame. For shame that you are being used as, a, as some kind of a bastardized award for people of all color, of all whatever, that have only got one agenda. How much money they can put into your pockets as the people that control the Nobel Peace Prize in order for you to give them a, a, a world accolade for things and events that should not have occurred for shame to you. I'm going to end this podcast with that happy note. Until next time, may God bless you, may God bless America, and keep us safe.